Everybody, Coach John Daly here. I um, want to introduce this part two for the talk that uh, buddy Jeff Lip and I had uh, the other day. And so part one um, was uh, the last podcast. And this part two goes through the rest of that top ten list of what successful people do on weekends. And it's funny, the conversation, you know, with Jeff, um, he quickly saw that he's doing a lot of this stuff. And you know what? I'd be, I'll be honest. I do some of it too. I don't think I do all of it. Uh, and even the things that I do do, uh, I need to do better. And um, so it, uh, it was just a great conversation. Um, and I, I piggybacked with what Jeff said in, in another podcast that we recorded. Uh, and I used it for my basketball team this morning uh, to, to get out a quick message before a big, huge game that we got uh, tonight uh, at home against Romeo. Um, yeah, we, we've stumbled, you know, last two out of three games we've lost within the division, and we've opened up things for everybody uh, to, uh, you know, come take a shot at uh, getting the title. Uh, so we got two games left, and uh, they're really hugely important. So Jeff um, definitely helped me with getting some uh, ideas for helping our team out, too. But uh, you know what? Take this to heart. Uh, check out. It'll be in the show notes of the podcast as far as the article link. Um, just wanted to give a big shout out and a thank you to, to my buddy Jeff. Uh, he's working his butt off, doing so many different jobs, um, and he's doing, just doing a great job helping people, helping me still. Uh, so hopefully, you know, sit back, enjoy, and uh, always get in touch. Let me know if I can help, and uh, we would be love to would love to talk about uh, some of these points that we brought up in this podcast. Sit back and enjoy. Here's part number two. Number seven, we kind of already talked about this, but I'd love to see uh, your thoughts on, on the importance, um, which I already know it is. Uh, but number seven, they connect with their family. Weekdays might not uh, weekdays might not offer busy, successful people enough time to spend with their family and friends. So the weekend can be the opportunity time to catch up. Yes, yes. Absolutely. I spend a lot of time with my family on the weekends. What I've been doing right now is staying really current in the current moment more than anything is that on the weekends that I get to see my niece and my nephew, I'm glowing. I have a reset. It's funny because mm. they're six, they're three, and they're young. They're rambunctious. You know, they're rambunctious. They really they have a lot of energy. But it's funny because they just love spending time with me. And I just love spending time with them. And I get to play the uncle role. So mm. for me to be in the uncle role, I don't have to punish them. <laughs> I don't have to yell at them, right? I don't have to discipline them. So what I try to do is I spend the, the time with them in regards to just making sure we're having fun. And that's what life is about. You know, it's funny because hanging out with them, they remind me that life can be fun. Mm. Honestly, it's not all about work. It's not all about money. It's not all about like the stress of making sure that everything is perfect at work. It's about hanging out with family. And for me, making sure that I see them on a weekly basis, I think it's very important for me. And they're just so pumped to see me, which makes me feel good, too, because it makes you feel wanted, you know? After I've been through everything, personally, over the last three years, the rejection that you feel by going through some of the loss that I have hurts. It stings. It doesn't ever leave you to a certain extent. But hanging around them, they give me the opportunity to make sure that I forget about that stuff and just be in the current moment and just have fun. That's what I really love to do. That's why I enjoyed that trip to Traverse City more than anything over at Great Wolf Lodge. I loved just having fun. Having fun is so important, you know. 
and you got two kids of your own. They're a little bit older than obviously six and three. Yeah. <laughs> so do you connect with them on the weekends? Definitely, definitely try to. Um, you know, my daughter more than my son from the simple fact of um, she coaches basketball with me uh, over at, at Dakota, and so I do see her a lot throughout the week. Um, you know, especially last year we made a deep run in the playoffs and. And her and the other coaches were part of our coaching staff. Every game, every pregame meal that we had, um, just amazing. So my son, um, you know, he's got his own agenda and he does a lot of different things. And so there's times that, you know, I'll, I'll go up into his room and see him and talk to him. And he came downstairs and I'll stop what I'm doing and try and talk to him. Um, there's been a few times we get to go out together some places um, and just do things. But I need to probably focus on that more as much as I do trying to focus in on uh, date night with my wife. I, we need to have time for for the kids too, um, because it is it does feel good. It does uh, reconnect us and to let them know that I'm still there for them. And I think it's very powerful, very powerful. One of the things before my dad passed was that every weekend we would have dinner on Saturday night, on Friday night. We would make sure that we spent some time and we get some dinner. And during the dinner, you know, my dad didn't really speak a lot. He maybe asked me how my weekend was or how my week was doing. And I would answer him. And at the time, I was still married, too. So Sarah would come with us. And we would spend just a lot of time with him. I just loved it. And you don't really realize how important those things were in that moment sometimes. Because I was such a younger guy at that time. And mm. I didn't know that this was going to be amazing, that I would cherish this more than anything. And like I said, when I passed, I obviously had no more dinners with him in the sense that I couldn't sit across the table for him and make sure that you know he's there physically mm. with me. And now that hurts, but, you know, my mom's kind of filled that void now, too. So we eat all the time on the weekends together, and that is why I live. I just honestly live to be around my family. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Very important. That's awesome. Oh, boy. Yeah, number eight. Hey, we talked a little bit about this. They stay in shape. Exercising can be refreshing. Not only does it strengthen your mind, it gives you the opportunity to clear your head and embrace fresh ideas for the new week. And I liked how you mentioned before, Jeff, about staying in shape physically, mentally, and spiritually. Absolutely. So there is more than just the pumping iron and going for a run, right? Right. So this probably is right in your wheelhouse, I would, I would say. So you know I do all three on the weekends. Even though I don't do all three all the time on the weekends, I subconsciously or consciously try to make a choice to do one of those threes on the weekends. It's funny, just talking about the physical part about working out, during the week I get busy. You know, I work my day job and then at nighttime I work my night job. So getting up super early sometimes really is tiring in itself. It's almost like a third part-time job, honestly. <laughs> but on the weekends, I try to keep it very light. I try to like catch up on things that I don't normally do in the week, like maybe go for a run. And that really helps me clear my mind. It makes me refocus and it does give me that little bit of energy to say, hey, even though it's the weekend, I can still get some things done. So that's why starting on the morning, relieving those endorphins, I think, are very, very important. But once again, it just depends on what I'm doing that weekend. If I have a wedding to go to or, you know, a church group to attend, those things become priorities. So once again, it's just weekend by weekend more than anything. Right. Yeah, different times of the year, I'm sure there's different things going on right. and, uh, you know, the weather and all that. So it's definitely something I need to do more of. And when I do, like I said, you know, I feel real good. I feel real good walking out of there. Um you know, the whole spirituality thing, I, I try and work on that. Uh, it's definitely, you know, working on my well-being physically, but mentally, you know, emotionally. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. And I think it's important to take that time to figure that out. Um, uh, 
and, and take care of those things, which is awesome. Uh, number nine, they build momentum. There's a key word in, in both our lives. Successful people don't settle for average. They are always focused on excellence by keeping up the momentum. The weekend is a good time to put things in perspective and gain clarity to refocus on your most important goals. You probably have a few things to say about this, my friend. So momentum is really Sam Crowley's word. He loves word momentum. Momentum club, I think, is what you are a member of. And the word momentum means a lot. But on the weekends is what I'm trying to do. It depends on the goal that I have in mind. So if I'm writing, I want to continue to keep writing. If I'm doing podcasting, I want to continue building podcasting. Over the last few months, more than anything, I've been trying to like really get organized and launching this Jufflip brand, making sure that I'm helping people out with their education, their their careers, their counseling, the relationships that they have in their life. So everything that is geared towards momentum is thrown into that right now. Mm. So that's really kind of like where I'm putting all my energy. And it's funny because I just read this. I, I read this in the book that you gave me. It's the fact that once you get that momentum started, it takes a lot more energy to stop that momentum. Mm-hmm. But it's got you got to get started. You know, so I, I feel that once I got started in this, it's funny because I'll just call someone and I'm like, you know what, let me run this idea by you. Or I'll call someone else and say, you know what, what does this sound like to you? And it's funny the people that even when you share some of your ideas with them about this podcast, they're like, this is not going to work. It's not going to be good. You're not going to be successful. And it's funny. And I'm like, these these people are close to me and they're selling me these things. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. And when I say to myself, I go, I don't care if I don't make a dime on what I do. I just know for me, mentally, this is where my energy is going. And I feel it's awesome to share the story. And I feel that it's awesome to make sure that I can still connect with people, help people in any type of way that I can, besides just doing everything that I do in a nine to five, per se, at during the week, you know, so on the weekend, I still try to make it an effort to create that momentum. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that. I remember years ago mentioning some of the ideas that I had to somebody, and uh, this uh, this friend of mine um, came right out and said, "Oh, that that won't work. No, nope, no, nope, that that's not going to work." And she went right back into the stuff that she wants to do, you know. And um, to this day, you know, haven't seen her in a while, but um, I think the things she wanted to do, she's still not kind of doing. Like, and so, you know, the critics and yeah. um, the people that have something to say about, you know, I always, I've turned it a couple of times on others where, what are you doing? How's your thing coming? Mm. You know? And, Powerful. Yeah. And it's, it's very interesting. Um, thing that brought to my mind, I just wrote this down and Sam mentions this all the time, Sam Crowley, but Mike Lippman would always say, you know, you don't have to get it right. You just got to get going. Right. Because once you get it going, you'll, you'll, you'll fine tune it. You'll get it better. You'll make it work. Right. Instead of, oh, man, I, I can't do this. I'm not even going to get started. And that's been a problem that I've had for a long time, right. you know, in different areas of my life. And so I love to be refreshed and reminded about that thought because it's totally true. You it's just that in, get going. It's that inner voice that you have that and all of a sudden you start listening to the naysayers and all of a sudden you start believing that in your inner voice that I can't do this. And it's funny that once I get this started, it's enjoyable. So if I don't if I don't like it, I'm going to stop it, obviously. But I enjoy this stuff. So why not go ahead and give it a try? But you need that initial start to go ahead and push forward and start doing it. Yeah. It's funny because doing what I do right now, all I was taught, especially in my culture, was like, you have to go to college. This is where you're going to be successful. This is how life is going to be. It's going to lead you to so many more things. And it has. I'm not saying that it hasn't. But it's funny how so many people that I've met 
have not gone to college and they still find success in their life. And success can be defined in many ways, but they love what they want to do. So it's not one path that gets you success. It's many paths that you can travel. And what intrigues me is the fact that when I connect with other people, that they have got these different paths and they are successful. So if there's no linear plan, but as long as you're happy doing what you want to do, that's what you really want to go for. So you need that initial momentum and the belief within yourself to start. If you don't have that, then it's going to be a tough, tough journey. Right. There's, um, I've always said the, there's many pieces to the success puzzle for everybody. Right. right. And figuring that out is a lifetime journey. But two of the pieces, I think, for everybody, and there might be a couple others, um, you know, obviously believing in yourself, you know, momentum, you know, got to keep that going. And then also the passion. You really got to enjoy something that, and man, if you're not enjoying stuff, what, what else is there? What, right. You know, if you're not enjoying your time here alive that we have, and it really is short, um, you should be looking to do something else. Right. It really, really is one of those things. All right, last one out of, the, out of this top 10 list here. Number 10, they plan for the upcoming week. Okay, Twitter's Jack Dorsey has an insane work ethic. He works 16 hours Monday through Friday, but he makes sure his schedule allows him to take off Saturdays, and he uses his Sundays to plan for the upcoming week. Your thoughts? I really hate to admit this, but I really hit on all 10 of these, and I didn't know that this is what I was doing. This is kind of like interesting, and yet I'm like, oh my goodness. I've just been doing these things all my life, honestly. So Sunday nights, yeah, I, I use that time to recharge my battery to make sure I plan for the week. So now, in this current moment, I'm teaching three night classes, and I work my, you know, my, my day job, right? Dang! So I no wonder to... you want to retire. <laughs> so I can't tell you how tired I am Thursday. I can't. I, it's undescribable how exhausted I am, mentally and physically. But the fact of the matter is, I have to prep for those three classes. Like So when we get done with this stuff today, I'm going to go home this evening and look at the classes I have to teach and see how to get ready. Then I plan myself in my 9 to 5 job what I need to do during the day too. See, the, the counseling aspect in a school counselor, it's funny because this is – like teachers, you guys have to prep. But you prep for the week in regards to a class. I prep for like long-term major things coming up in the school. Right. So one of the things, for example, that's coming up is like ACT testing in April. You have to plan now to get ready for testing in April. And what <laughs> what I don't think a lot of people realize is how much planning it needs to go into large events like that to make sure that things are successful. You mean you just can't do that the weekend before the test? I wish you could, but I don't <laughs> think the success rate would be very high if you did things like that. <laughs> so it's funny because every single day – I've been doing this for 15 years now, John – and you see a lot of the roles that a school plays, and you don't really see that until you start working in the school education field. You know, administrators, they deal with a lot of teachers, and they have to deal with a lot of parents. Me, I'm right in the middle of parents, teachers, large events, and then, you know, obviously teachers are dealing with students more than anything, and parents. So you see that combination, and I feel like I'm in the middle with my hands all in these different pots that I have to help. Right. And at the end of the day, what my job is predicated on is to make sure that I'm taking things off my administrator's plate. I'm supporting teachers and students to the best of my ability there. So I have to be that medium. So it's difficult because things come up that you don't expect to come up, and then you got to try to plan for those things. So I have to be flexible in my job. Mm. Wow. So going through this list, like you said, you, you, you connect with all 10 of them, and hopefully um, – 
it's reminded you, you know, number one, I think how awesome you are. And um, from the standpoint of, hey, you're doing good stuff, you get to keep doing it. And if you're tired and exhausted and you're doing great stuff, well, then you're on the right path, I think. And um, I think there will be a day where some things ease up for you um, and you will find some, uh, you know, less stressful, uh, wakeful moments, you know, maybe more rest, more sleep, whatever. But the thing is with Jeff and a lot of other people out there that you're doing good stuff, you are making a difference. Uh, and that's where the fuel for me comes from. Absolutely. Like I look forward to my, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a sick SOB, I guess, because <laughs> I look forward to Mondays. I really do. And I know most people don't. I walk in and there's, you know, a couple of people, hey, how's oh, it's Monday. Right. And just that, that Eeyore um, mentality, you know, they walk around with a cloud over their head all the time. I can't be like that. Right. And I know you're not either. No. And I think what separates you from a lot of people too, myself included, is that we actually enjoy what we do. Oh, yeah. Making change happen in the students that we help educate, counsel, whatever the context may be, I think is very important for us. And what's interesting Reflecting off this list made me really think of my past. And when I went through a lot of the personal grief that I experienced and a lot of the loss that I had, I honestly could not do any of these things on the weekend. I used the weekend just to like be a victim of everything that I went through and try to like overcome depression. So as I was helping myself heal from all this loss and all this rejection, today I feel 300 times better, billion times better, let me put it like that, because I'm really at peace with a lot of things that are happening. And, you know, starting this whole podcasting thing with you, for example, is really building that momentum, that keyword that we used and shared a lot, and being successful. And I find that if I keep doing those little things, sooner or later things are going to, boom, be perfect for me. And I don't know if it'll ever be perfect, but, you know, one of the things I told you, I shared this with you, I want to find her. I want to find this significant person I can spend a lot of time with. And I feel that once I do that, then things are going to change again, right? Mm -hmm. Because then now your priorities shift in life. So it's all about how life kind of plays itself out. But right now in this current context, I feel that us doing this podcast, sharing this message, sharing this great, amazing content, I think it's worth noting because it's got to be where you are right now. Mm -hmm. And then down the road, as things work out, they don't work out, you can always go back to this time and place where you're like, man, this was an amazing, peaceful time for me just to do this with you. So, I mean, I love those articles. I love sharing this stuff with you. And like I said, you made me really freak out because I didn't know I was doing half of this stuff <laughs> that on the weekends. But apparently, I guess I am. And apparently, that makes you successful. So, it's interesting. Because I, I get told a lot that I'm type A. And I try not to be like that. But I guess that's who I am mm -hmm. with my character. But on the weekends, I try to do a lot of stuff then, too. But I do a lot of things that recharges my battery, too. So, I'm glad I'm being successful. At the same time, I'm glad I can recognize that I'm also taking a step back for myself. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think you know you learn things about yourself as you keep growing. Um, and one of the points they said about being reflective, we got to be. And I, I think, Absolutely. especially if, if you're of that mindset of, of wanting to grow and wanting to get better, uh, which in our jobs we can't stay the same. Right. We can't, and and we see people that do, and it's a struggle. Right. It, it really is a struggle. So. Right. Well, good, man. I hope I could, uh, yeah, I definitely, when I saw this article, because I've saved it for a while, um, and I knew this would be something that you could easily connect with. Um, but, I, you know, again, just to give yourself the idea, uh, a pat on the back, whatever you want to call it, I mean, you're doing good stuff, man, and you just need to keep doing it. Um, and I, I'm interested, one last point here, when you talk about, you know, your men's group, how have you grown in that 
with growing in in these leadership skills and and these you know this content that we've been talking about here for a while i i can only imagine how you're probably a rock star in that group from the standpoint of the stuff you far bring. from that my friend <laughs> no i come on i'd like to i'd like to see some video of that of that discussion i bet you it's improved on your job too but even with um the men's group i think you going to the men's group and doing these podcasts with you i've been articulating my story a lot easier mm. and i find myself being able to share freely not having a filter in regards to what i want to share and everything that i'm reading everything that we're learning everything that we're reflecting on i think is used as momentum to help other people if i can mm. and in our men's group People have different struggles. My struggle right now, as I share with you consistently, is the fact that I'm looking for her, whoever that may be. I'm looking to spend some time with that person. I shared with you before that I've been going through this season of loneliness personally. And what's interesting is that I don't feel that loneliness anymore, even though that I don't have that significant person in my life yet. But I don't feel lonely because I feel that I have something that I can always go back on. What that group reminds me consistently is that I'm never alone. And the mm. fact that I have my higher power with me all the time. And it's funny because I shared this with my group because I actually heard this, or actually I read this in an article, was the fact that when you're going through something and you want to blame someone, it's easy for me to kind of blame my higher power. You know, I'll be like, you know what, why did you put me in this situation? What are you trying to teach me? And what someone told me in that group, actually I think, no, actually someone told, I told this in the group, was the fact that when you're going through that problem, your higher power isn't the one to blame, but really your higher power is the one that's going to be running to you to make sure that you're being taken care of. And it's hard to see because you're going through all that emotional pain. Mm. You're like, why, why, why? But the fact of the matter is he's running to you and he's making sure he's going to take care of you, but he wants you to learn something too. And so for me, my group helps me reflect on that, helps me grow closer to him to make sure that I'm understanding what he's trying to teach me and to... Make sure that I'm honoring him, honestly. So it's a good time to share those things because as a guy, I'll be honest with you, we don't normally just share these things on a daily basis. You and I are a little bit different breeds, of course, my friend, because we do this podcast. We, we talk a lot about our emotions, but men in general have a very difficult time doing that. And I know guys, I know plenty of guys that are one-word type of guys. How's your day? Fine. How you feeling today? Good. What do you want to do? Nothing. You know, and those one word things are good because that's who they are. But the fact of the matter is the more you share, the more you connect with someone. Mm. So for me, making sure that I'm connecting with different people all the time, learning about what people can bring to the table, I think is very awesome. Because mm. everyone has a gift. Everyone's built very yes. uniquely. Yes. And learning and get to know different people, for me, is why I'm living, honestly. That's awesome, man. What a great way to wrap this up. Holy cow. Well, folks, I really hope that you enjoyed this. Uh, I'll put the link out on my Facebook page, both for the podcast uh, and this article, uh, 10 Things Exceptionally Successful People Do on the Weekends. And, uh, man, start start looking at doing some of these things. And you know what? The other thing I think some of you will see from this, you're already doing them. You know, you're already doing them. Great point. And, you know, keep doing them. Keep looking. And, and like Jeff said, the, the critics that are out there, you know, all around us, some of them 